Good evening. And welcome to Karl Marx Does the Washing Up. I'm Shai Telly. And I'm Elias Kassat. So today, today mm. I wanted to discuss with you this uh, Tibetan monk who sadly passed away recently. Actually, he wasn't the nicest guy. I think he was accused of some sexual harassment, actually. But let's... Accused? accused. I think it was pretty cut and dry, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, he didn't seem the nicest man. But he did have a very interesting concept that I wanted to run by you. If we obviously stick to the metaphysical and not talk too much about him as a person. So, are you ready? It's from the Tibetan Book of Living and Dying. And it's, the quote is, So our state of mind at the time of death can influence the quality of our next rebirth. And his theory was that in spite of the great variety of karmas we have accumulated during our life, if we make a special effort to generate a virtuous state of mind at the time of death, will activate a greater karma and bring about a happy rebirth. So his point was almost that everything that you do in your life doesn't actually matter if at the state of death you can create a state of being that's happy enough or virtuous enough and then that will be the governing aspect in your rebirth. Not all the karma you accumulated in your lifetime. Wait, so that it offsets it completely? It offsets it completely. Is that what, is that what he's saying? Okay. Do you want me to read out the quote again? No, 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 it's fine, but that, if you, I, I'll trust your interpretation of it. I can or read whatever. it again. Let me read it again. Yeah, but it also doesn't... Yeah. Okay. So at the moment of death, in spite of the great variety of karmas we have accumulated in our lifetime, okay, yeah. if we make a special effort to generate a virtuous state of mind, we may activate a virtuous karma and bring about a happy rebirth. Okay, shit. So, so but the, I mean, that works the opposite way. If you have a negative, if you've had great karma throughout your whole life. But then have a negative. A negative moment. In yeah. That, so that, like, offsets all of it. So you, like. Yeah, so it offsets all of it, and then you're likely to have a poor rebirth. Okay. So this is just a, maybe a way of him getting over his sexual harassment. <laughs> like, you know, but actually, no, but then that also maybe does explain the sexual harassment cases. Because. There's no you, point in being a good person. If there's no point to- in being a good person, exactly. If, at the moment of death, you can activate a special karma that governs your next rebirth. But the, okay, so maybe the way to see it is that actually the whole of life, you need to you become a you need to become a good person in your life. But that's because the whole of life is a dress rehearsal for the moment of birth, right? So you're yes. just cultivating. It's very hard to be a virtuous person at the last moment in your life if you haven't cultivated any virtue. Exactly, I completely agree with that. But also that, what about sudden death? Like yeah. it's very hard oh, yeah, yeah, to exactly. be. It's really hard to have a beautiful moment. Before sudden death. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Right? Because you have to be almost in a virtual state of mind. Yeah, all the time. All the time, right? So I think that's probably the flaw in that. I think to do that, you've got to have quite a peaceful, long life, and to know when you're going to die, which I don't think many of us do. Yeah, yeah, knowing, well, yeah. But actually, you know, that is an argument that's pro-euthanasia. Like, if I I could govern what I was going to be in my next life, then it might make sense for me to choose a time to die in this life. And I can focus on being the happiest in that moment, and then that would lead to a high quality. But is there a phys- is there physiology involved? Like, is there like a kind of trauma that comes from the, like, let's say euthanasia using a chemical induced death? Does that affect the afterlife? Well, it? there is that theory, isn't there? That at the moment before death, there is like this euphoric outpouring in your being. Hmm. Well, I mean, don't know how true that is, but there is like this concept, isn't there? That you know, at the moment before death, you do go into a state of euphoria, like. After shock, that's coming yeah. a state of euphoria, and maybe that does lead to a high quality rebirth. Because in okay. a euphoric state of mind, you are happy. Yeah, but you're saying that comes with all death, no? 
Yeah, but I, that's a theory that it does come with all death, but I don't know how true that is, obviously, because we, we, we don't know. Yeah, exactly. Much. None of us have died enough to know. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess the near-death experiences do talk of uh, euphoric experiences. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, well, the they light do talk about the light. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the joy. But then also, I mean, how much of that is governed by... Narrative. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think this is... I think this is interesting. But it also maybe explains why uh, people towards the end of their life begin to start praying and look for God and all that kind of stuff. Because they're trying like, to have a virtuous... Death. Death, right? When so they get that. closer to death, then they're like, well, maybe I should start being like a, you know, connected with God, virtue, yeah. reflection. But it also comes down to what you think a high-quality rebirth is. <laughs> because, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean you're a human, right? Uh, rebirth like could extra be... extra placenta or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. And you could be a plant or something. But it depends what you govern, what you think high-quality is. Well, I guess I don't think that's necessary. Like, you don't need to be decide, like what con- what constitutes high quality. No, but you his theory know. is obviously like it's like yeah, but there's the just, flaw in the theory is it doesn't actually explain what high quality rebirth means. I don't think that's really much of a flaw because it could just mean like it's such an open ended statement. Yeah, because you're maybe not in control of the the quality that is determined. It's not like you know. No, but he is saying that you are in control of the quality if you have a virtuous death. If yeah, you yeah, have yeah, that moment no, the quali- before death. Yeah, but. Th- not the aesthetics of the quality, not the like the minutiae of it, just the, the, the quality of the quality, right? <laughs> so like if there was a God or there was a universal force that determines that. And if there that, is rebirth, yeah. yeah. Or it maybe knows your internal wanting or whatever, it will arch- orchestrate the rebirth or that new life that fits, right? Wait, 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 you're talking about the afterlife being better no, or just about the, the birth. Re- the, bir- the rebirth. So you're only talking about the moment of birthing. You're not talking about the whole, the whole afterlife or that next life. Your next life is... The rebirth. I'm not talking about the afterlife. I'm talking about the next life. Ah, so this is not, not such a big deal. Your, your death is going to affect your birth, but not the rest of that life. Yeah, yeah, but... What? It's going to affect all of your life. If you have a good, high-quality rebirth... Oh, yeah, yeah. That's like everything in your next life. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but that's a different point. Yeah, but what we're no, but what? No, but, that, it, yeah, but it only affects it only affects the next life through the cause and effect of the rebirth. Uh, rebirth. It doesn't affect it by its just general nature. No, exactly. Only through the rebirth. Okay. But what it's kind but of then does your karma still your yeah, karma but, still affects the the general quality of your next life? Yeah, but that's what he's kind of saying that you can offset all the karma in your life if you have that moment before death, and then when you start your next life, maybe it's new karma. Okay, and then everything, everything just expands from the birth. Yeah. So there's no, there's, there's no kind of... Yeah, so maybe that's kind of saying that karma doesn't actually transfer between lifetimes. Only between death and birth does it transfer. No, but it says even then it doesn't. Yeah, but it does. Because it's offset by how you die. Yeah, but that moment leads to your rebirth. Yeah, that moment leads to your rebirth and it offsets the karma. Oh, yeah, exactly. So then there's nothing taken over after the rebirth. Yeah, yeah. So karma yeah. doesn't really exist. In the way that we see it? Yeah. No. Not, I mean, karma exists only within, in within a lifetime. Within one lifetime, yeah. Within one lifetime. Yeah. But okay. also, that kind of is saying that we can be dicks as long as we have that moment before death. Yeah. No, well, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. But maybe we're like... Uh, no, but then if karma works in its own way within the lifetime, then we will feel the the backlash of our actions yeah, yeah, but within true. that life yeah yeah no and also it comes down to what you said like the only way to have a virtuous death is to actually be virtuous during your life 
Because yeah. you do kind of have to be thinking about it mostly. But you can still be a genuinely virtuous person and then, like... Have a terrible death. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you throw, like, coffee at somebody in Starbucks because you got, like, furious at them and then you have a heart attack and die. <laughs> right? But you can also just have a heart attack and die without having that coffee moment and it still could be a terrible death. No, but you could be, you could be in a state of peace and virtue. Or... Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, yeah, you could be... But you could also just as easily not be in a state of peace and virtue. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like more likely. Yeah, but anyway, I mean, before we get virtue, caught up yeah, in like the okay. you know the logistics of this thing, so if we take this theory as truth, how do you think that you died in your previous life? How do I think I died in my previous life? Yeah, based on the quality of your rebirth in this life, how do you think that you died in your previous life? If we take this theory as true, mm, suffocated by an octopus. Suffocated by an octopus. But is that a happy death? Is that a virtuous death? Or is that a negative death? I think it's like, yeah, maybe so, yeah, I guess. Sort of, feels like my, maybe my head is a little dislocated from my body. Yeah. Uh, I'm quite fluid, wobbling around in an ocean. <laughs> um, so wait, you think you were an octopus in the previous life? Is that what you're saying? No, 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 I was strangled by an octopus. <laughs> and, uh, uh, were you a human? Oh, shit, that changes things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Also, I mean, that's not what I'm asking. I'm like, what was your state of mind? Oh, what your was your state of mind? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't really yeah. care about how you died. What was the state of mind? Get me out of here? Yeah? Yeah, but oh, and obviously that's the state of mind that you're born with. Like, get me out of here. Get me out of here. Like, that's the sort of... Uterial... Uterial? Is that a word? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the uterus imperative. Yeah, yeah. Get me out of here, right? Uh, get me out of here, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was probably... In a state of mind of, um, like, <laughs> like I think you know, you know, like squirrels. Basically, basically, <laughs> basically, I was in the general state of mind of a squirrel. What do you mean, like chaos, and then all of a sudden stop, and then chaos? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know, like how squirrels have this ability to meditate really powerfully, but, but really only for three cre- seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they sh- shift <laughs> in this fickle way. Yeah, yeah. I think, so I think my spirit animal is a squirrel. And I think I was born with that in that mentality. Like it was. It Wait, was, so the state of mind like, of your death. You know, like the, mo- like you know the mo- you, you know the <laughs> moment between that intense, passionate sex and then the bliss of the orgasm, right? Yeah. Where yeah, it's like okay. both of these things at once. It's the, no, I have no idea. It's, what it's, you're the, it's, it's I have the no one, idea what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. I, well, we're both abstinent, but like <laughs> the, the that wanting and that achieving both at once, but never really like fully in. In either, either state of mind. Either state of that. So, so that was like the state I, of mind that you died yeah. in. Yeah. I feel and like I'm what, a really content what is that? person. Yeah. Oh, so in this life, you... I feel like I'm a very content person, but also quite uncontented with that contentment. I mean, this answer is nonsense because it's just <laughs> it's chaos, right? It's cha- yeah, but that's exactly it. It's so true you... to my life. This podcast, this, this point, the way in which I'm making this point is just proving it further and further. Yeah, that you're just content and uncontent. Yeah, exactly. At the same time. Yeah. And, and then your death. Chaos. It your was state of mind of death was contentment and uncontentment. Yeah, exactly. Right. I was both in and out of the life that I was in. Right. So, right. You're both... <laughs> but at no point were you... Yeah, exactly. At no point were you actually in and out of it. Yeah, I think... Yeah. I, but I think that also reflects like... You know, you've been saying well, why has your poetry and everything got so much death in it now? And that's... I think it's because my, my, I've always had one, one foot in the afterlife. 
You've always been in and out of life. I've always been in and out of life, and I think that's how I died. No, but I get it. That's like you preparing maybe for your rebirth, because you don't want to go through this life again. You don't want to be content and uncontent again. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to, like, what my state of being will be. Well, I think a lot of my, the things that I'm trying to do, and, like, quite fruitlessly at the minute, is actually trying to move a little bit out of this state. Well, why don't I just complete, like, like... But, I mean, maybe you're fine, but if you're destined to be in this state of, for your whole life, why don't I just, why don't you just get into a state of mind where you're content, and then I'll kill you, and then your next life, you'll be content. Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, I mean, I think, but I don't know when I, I feel like as soon as I tell you, text you and say, like, uh, I'm content. Uh, yeah, by the time I get there, it'll be a nightmare. Yeah, but I'll be, yeah, you're, 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 I'm you're content, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, 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 yeah you're going content, yeah, okay. And your um, timekeeping is so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I need to go. If, and also, I don't think this would hold. If up I'm going to employ a grim reaper, yeah, you've yeah, got to have a better yeah. time schedule. Yeah, but also, I don't think this would hold up in court. If I was like, you know, we had this podcast where we discussed. Uh, no, but this this could be my consent. Yeah, this is your consent. I will, I will say I, I will sign this as my formal consent. Yeah, well, I don't know what your parents would make of it. Let alone the court of law. Yeah, let's. Okay. Yeah, I might change my mind. But also, but okay. So how did you die? Yeah, yeah. So I mean. I think maybe I've got more fully formed answers than you. I mean, not that it's difficult, actually. <laughs> that, what do you that, mean? That, that was the most coherent thing to have ended our podcast. <laughs> that is... <laughs> no, but so I was born... When I was born, uh, everyone always says that I wasn't crying. And obviously by everyone, I just mean my mother and father, because no one else was there. But I, like... They always like that I was surprises me. I, I really crying. thought you'd have a party when... <laughs> well, but I can just see you, like, shooting out, yeah, of, yeah, shooting out of the uterus out. and being like, Yo, motherfuckers, this is me! <laughs> Where's the cake? Yeah, well, it was quite funny. So I did spend, like, the first year of my life crying because I did have, like, colic and stuff. And I had meningitis. And I was in hospital for, like, six... meningitis? What? I didn't know that. I was that. in hospital for, like, six months. But apparently at the moment Holy of shit. birth, That's I was... Uh, at the moment of birth, I didn't cry. But I was very ill for the first year of my life. So... I don't know if I had a real quality rebirth and maybe I did die in a state of bliss. But then the first year of my life was illness, so that maybe suggests that I did die in a state of duress. And that's why I had illness at the start. So I don't really... Because at the moment Wait, I was born... was really good. You had really a really good, good birth. I was happy. Yeah, I didn't cry or anything. Yeah, I had a really good birth, but then the first year of my life was illness. So I don't know at what point... So either it shows that there's not correlation, not much correlation between the birth and the life. Yeah, exactly. Or it means that the karma does follow like, through. Just follow through. You're just a shitty person. Before. Yeah, and I was just a shitty person before. But yeah. you may be very virtuously dealt with your meningitis because of a good rebirth, which allowed you to have positive karma following your yeah. meningitis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, you might have just like enjoyed meningitis. We we don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone enjoys meningitis. Well, like, the thing is, the, the, I think one I mean, of the I most babies, fascinating things is... Babies, babies when they, they're, like, pretty crying. They're, like, quite upset when they've got Yeah, but we really don't understand what, the, what, what childhood is. is. No, what oh, childhood oh, is. Yeah. Like, this is, for me, this is the most fascinating thing. We don't need to get into it. But just, like, <laughs> but just generally, we have no genuine concept of childhood. Because all... all, we've, all been, we've all been through yeah. it. None of us remember it. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the Especially sources the that we have... Years. To go to are highly biased. No, they don't speak. What do you mean our parents speak? No, our ch- babies are the only people, the uh, genuine sources that we can go to. I thought you meant sources of our own childhood. Yeah, but they don't have any understanding of the interior architecture of what we were going through, and everything that yeah, they go through, they, just, they, they put it into their own framework. Okay, so what are you saying that we should hook up some babies to some computers and record like their thoughts or something? Oh, maybe that must have been done. Yeah, I don't know about. 
<laughs> why wouldn't that have been done? Like, just yeah, like, but also the why? Newer, the neurological, like. But why does childhood have to be more complex than it is? It could just be. No, but we have this, just, we have this really blissful idea of childhood. Do that, we though? Yeah, I think we're like, oh, you know, just when we were a child and everything was easy, we didn't need to pay taxes, and like we haven't hadn't been like you know, uh, brought you know face to face with the suffering of this universe and everything <laughs> like that. It's yeah, like, and Santa Claus was real. And like, Santa Claus, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, before Santa Claus even had form, right? We didn't have the need to believe or disbelieve. Yeah, because everything was just brought to us. Everything right? was Food, just brought to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But most of being a baby is just crying. No, but also childhood is the same as elderly care. The same care that you give to a child is the same care you give to an elderly patient. Yeah, and we you bring think, them food. Yeah, but we think old like, age is horrible. Yeah, so and maybe think, childhood is horrible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We don't know what childhood is. So you're saying it's not blissful. I don't know what it is. But so, my, my, my point is it's like just a, so unknown. So you might have had an awesome like kick in it and meningitis stuff. <laughs> right? But you just don't, you just will never know? Yeah, okay, that's a good point. So what you're saying is really, for a high quality rebirth to occur, you kind of have to be an adult at birth. Because childhood is terrible. Is that what <laughs> no, you're saying? that's not what I'm saying. That's not what you're saying. Huh? I'm saying your answer is not as coherent as you considered it. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely more okay. coherent than yours. <laughs> Okay, oh, wait, you still it. didn't tell me anything. You haven't told. You haven't said how you died. Yeah, yeah. So I was. I if we consider the fact that I didn't cry at birth as a sign that I had a high quality rebirth, then I definitely died in a state of bliss. So maybe I died in in during sex, or maybe I died at the end of a happy, healthy, long life surrounded by my friends, or. Well, maybe I did. Just... This is not precise enough. I told you exactly. <laughs> I said the, the octopus strangled my neck. Yeah, but right? I'm willing. I don't need to live in a world of absolute truths. I'm happy to live in the uncertainty. Fine, uncertainty. But like, give me a precise uncertainty. <laughs> yeah, I did just say it died maybe in sex. Or like, like maybe, maybe in sex. What is it maybe in sex? Or maybe I was like, you know, driving a very fast car. And that's how I found bliss in, in fast cars. But also all of these are taking into account that I was human in a past life. Probably wasn't human. Maybe I was a tree or a plant or yeah, a You fish. could still be an octopus with a Ferrari. <laughs> right? Maybe that's what it was. No, I mean, like, in the past life, we can design whatever architecture we want, right? If we're, imag- if we're using yeah, this yeah. situation to imagine our past lives, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, obviously not saying that, you know, that this has to be, like, very rigorously defined based on, you know, encyclopedic knowledge <laughs> of human existence. Yeah, yeah. We're not mapping out the, you know. No, but what I'm saying is actually maybe our past lives aren't as... Uh, hidden away as we think they are because they govern our rebirth. Yeah, they aren't as hidden. Okay, but they seem to be hidden because you're like, maybe there's uncertainty <laughs> in this, maybe that. Yeah, it's probably in a car. Yeah, but it's also I can't remember my birth. That's the biggest problem. You, like, just, you just told me your birth. Yeah, you but mean, that's still told sources by other individuals. Yeah, 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 right? exactly. It's not okay, really our own. Yeah. yeah, also, like, just because you're not crying, just, that it doesn't mean it necessarily yeah, happened. Maybe yeah. I wasn't crying because maybe I was just like, repressed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that explains everything. <laughs> Or maybe I was just ill at the time and I'm like, I didn't know how to express the illness. I only learned how to cry two or three days later. Yeah, or, or your tear ducts came like... <laughs> yeah? You know, like people say that after 23 weeks you, of the, the, the mean, zygote gets a soul after whatever. I don't know if I could discuss science with you. I just huh? feel like this is... Oh, this is science. This is this not is science. Like, this is... <laughs> Nowhere in science does it say the soul enters the zygote no, after three <laughs> weeks. <laughs> <laughs> your, your scientific knowledge for a pharmacist yeah, is yeah, wildly jogging. yeah but science is okay. overrated we're flat earthers now oh god yeah yeah, yeah exactly don't believe um, in modern medicine <laughs> <laughs> wait but so you so I'm just saying that the tear ducts maybe entered your body later, later than other people 
entered my body. Yeah. Entered. The tear ducts entered my body. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Actually, they weren't always there. Exactly. Yeah, just two days later, came into my life. Wait, if you can be, like, whatever, another species in a different, <laughs> in a, in a, in a different planet, yeah, driving yeah. a car <laughs> in a past life, I can't have tear ducts entering your body? Yeah, okay, fine. Okay. fine. But also, I do think this is a theory that is a good theory. <laughs> it's a theory that I'm willing to ascribe a lot of belief to. Willing to ascribe a lot of belief to anything. Yeah, any, any theory that I think... Yeah, but also, I think it's a belief that doesn't really require a lot of buy-in. I think... Yeah, because you don't really believe it. That's why. <laughs> no, but that's, it doesn't... It, like, <laughs> nothing, nothing considers buy-in if you pay with Monopoly money. Yeah, okay. Like, this is, <laughs> like, this, no, but I do think the state of mind at death does govern our rebirth. Like, that doesn't... I mean, I'm, I'm just not willing to believe in a world where our state of mind at death can offset all of the bad karma we yeah. do. But I mean, I suppose it's kind of not really saying that because you can't have that positive a state of mind of death if you've been a dick your whole life. Yeah. I think, well, I think, no, I, I, I think I'm, I'm on board with you. Like the state of death definitely has an impact. But I think if, if we just look at it in a very basic um, perspective that, you know, if, if you don't see the, the difference between, if you, we're, we're assuming for sure that the afterlife exists and there's, a, there's another life, right? Yeah, so yeah. So in that assumption... No, but also, I don't know if we're just skipping the afterlife completely to the rebirth. Or maybe there is no afterlife, right? Maybe just but what do you rebirth into? The next life. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, right, yeah, sorry, that's the afterlife. The next life is after yeah, is another life, word yeah, for yeah, next. Yeah, 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 exactly, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I thought you meant there was like this space in yeah, the yeah, afterlife and then yeah, there's yeah. a rebirth. Okay, you're yeah. saying that, yeah, just the next, next life. life. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after this life. Yeah. Um, what do you do? Sorry. In a fidgeting mood. So, yeah, basically what I'm saying is, yeah, yeah, if we don't consider this, this line between this life and that next life to be so like bold and like broken yeah. that it's actually a much more fluid interaction between the two lives yeah, yeah then yeah. it's no different to the general cause and effect basis that uh, govern this this life right yeah so if we say the way that we behave today will affect our hangover or whatever tomorrow, tomorrow yeah if we consider you know it's exactly the same premise like however you and i do feel that um, if I go to sleep happy, I normally have a better night's sleep and wake up happy the next yeah. morning. Yeah, that's um, true. But also, I mean, if you so go to sleep happy, happy, it's often hard to fall asleep because you're too happy. No. See, the thing is, your problem is you always equate happy, happiness with this high energy kind of like, yeah. it's like, no, but if, it I'm, if I'm not energy. in a party, it's Because you're just happy. saying, it's contentment. No, you, it's contentment. No, but you can be, there can be a gentle contentment. You can just be yeah, lying on this infinite ocean. I don't ocean. think that's happiness. A gentle that contentment is, is not happiness. Happiness is an extreme of emotion. Okay, fine. What I'm talking about is when I go to bed when I'm content and happy and peaceful. Not happy. Okay, fine. Not happy. <laughs> like, fine, we've got different dictionaries. Okay. Peace yeah, exactly. and contented. I go to bed peace and con contented. Then I wake up quite peaceful, peaceful and, and contented. contented. And if you go to bed sad, you wake up quite sad, yeah, right? Yeah. And also the quality of sleep is not so good. Yeah. So the Which quality of sleep. Sadness. Can, yeah. But if we like conflate the sleep with, with the... No, with the rebirth. With the, with the process uh, of moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... If today... Yeah, it becomes tomorrow. Okay, I get it. If yeah. today is this life and tomorrow is the, the next, next life, life yeah. then uh, the night is the process of rebirth. Yeah. Right? And then, if we use that as a metaphor to understand the afterlife. Yeah. But then what you're saying at the moment of sleep is actually the governing point, right? Because it can offset everything that you've done during the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I think it's not a wildly radical theory because it has some basis in how we actually live our lives.
our lives or how this world seems to work. Yeah, but actually... But also know, the fluidity between these things. Yeah, but I mean, also, you know, if I kill someone during the day, but I go to sleep in a contented state of mind... Well, then you're a psychopath. I still have to deal... No, you're a psychopath. No, but I still have to deal with the repercussions of killing someone in the sleep. Yeah, but you'll probably wake killing up... Killing someone... No, but the first sleep. moment when you wake up, you'll probably be happy, and then you'll be like, oh, shit, I killed someone. Oh, right, yeah, no, that's, that's so quite a good point, yeah. Which is exactly okay. what happened to you. You're like, oh, this is great. Oh, fuck, I got meningitis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what happened at my state of yeah, birth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is nice. Too bad. Can't believe meningitis. Yeah, calm down. I'm still here now. I made it to 30. Yeah, just... Yeah, yeah. You, exactly. still, you still haven't learned how to cry, though. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, but neither have I. Actually. Yeah, well, it's because I spent the first year of my life crying. I don't really need to cry anymore. Oh, so you cried the whole year? Oh, yeah, because you had meningitis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how many days were you not crying for? My parents didn't keep a tally of what days I cried and what days I didn't cry. But what is this? How would I possibly know how many long I cried? Are all, are all babies born crying? Apparently. Jeez. I've only seen a few births. So really, as far as from the information you've given me, the idea that tear ducts entered your being after a few days is is the most no, that's nothing, working theory. Nothing about this podcast <laughs> is logical. I think your theory on sleep is very logical, though. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think sleep... Yeah, okay. We do use sleep in that way. In, to in offset, what way? To offset uh, everything we've done during the day. Yeah. But it, it does work to reset things sometimes. Yeah, but also, you know, when a lot of people keep those gratitude journals, don't they? And it is to try and get to a state of contentment before sleep so that they can wake up in a happier state of mind, right? right? I keep an en- envy journal. You keep an envy? I'm telling you, envy is After the future. Last, yeah, the last exactly. <laughs> no, we're not having the envy discussion no, okay. again. We're okay, wait, wait, wait. So, so just tell me, before we end this, like the scenario of how you believe you genuinely died. You can't, don't, don't give me like, oh, car accident, sex. <laughs> like, uh, Fine, I generally believe I died in a state of bliss. In a state of bliss doing what? Does it, I don't know what I was doing, but I know it was a state of bliss. Bliss, they're so like such a boring like Fine, fine. I died like, I died, you know, doing something that I loved and it was beautiful. And what it was that I loved, I haven't quite figured out yet. But if I do okay. figure it out, I'll let you know. But bliss, okay. Yeah, well how did you die? If you had to just say one word, the emotion that was the governing emotion when you died in your past life. I mean, I guess yeah, bliss seems to come you to mind. Copy as well. me. What's the point of copying me? Jesus. This seems okay, no, but it's like that I I I said it. Squir- <laughs> squirrel head. <laughs> Huh? I died in squirrelhood. Squirrel, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if anyone's listening, please email us and let us know how you died in their previous life. The yeah. state of mind that you died in in your previous life. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you, you only take absolution as, <laughs> as our currency. Only one word. Exactly. <laughs> no. Anyway, thank you for listening. <laughs>